Welcome to today's message by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church. Liberty Baptist Church is located in Rock Falls at 2002 9th Avenue, just across from the Dillon Grade School. Pastor Tommy would like to invite you to be a part of their Sunday services. The Sunday school hour is at 10 a.m., followed by their morning worship at 11 a.m., or their evening service at 6 p.m. They would also love to have you be a part of their midweek services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We hope you will get a blessing this morning as Pastor Tommy brings you a message from the Word of God. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm Pastor Tommy McMurtry of the Liberty Baptist Church, and we hope to be a help and a blessing to you today. Hope you will be encouraged this morning, and you'll get something from the Word of God that will be a help and inspiration to you. But we thank you so much for listening, and we just appreciate it so much. And I always enjoy uh, just preaching the gospel anywhere I can, just hoping to be a help to somebody out there. You never know who's listening. And I, I hope you will have an open heart as you listen to the message this morning and that it will be a help to you. But just kind of get everybody in a good mood because, you know, I, I like to preach hard on stuff. And so I like to, before I do that, I like to lighten the mood a little bit and just share a few funny stories with you that folks give me. And I thought this one was pretty funny. And I think any of you uh, diehard football fans will appreciate this one. But surprised to see an empty seat at the Super Bowl. A diehard fan remarked about it to a man sitting nearby. It was my wife's, the man exclaimed, but she died. Oh, I'm very sorry, said the man. Yet, I'm really surprised that another relative or friend didn't jump in at the chance to take the seat reserved for her. Beats me, he said. They all insisted on going to the funeral. Oh, man. That one, I'm sure there's a few wives thinking that might happen to me, but... uh, Hopefully not. Hopefully that is just a story. But I like this one. This one kind of goes along with the Christmas season. And, and I, I love Southern folks. Okay, If you're from the South, uh, I automatically like you. I like Southern accents. I, I personally believe that Southern is proper English. I think we all talk wrong up North. But anyway, in a small Southern town, there was a nativity scene that showed great skill and talent had gone into creating it. One small feature, though, bothered this man that looked at it. It was the three wise men wearing fireman helmets. Totally unable to come up with a reason or explanation, he left and went to a quick stop on the edge of town. He asked the lady behind the counter about the helmets. She exploded into a rage, yelling at him. You Yankees never do read your Bible. He assured her that he did, but he simply couldn't recall anything about firemen in the Bible. Well, she jerked her Bible from behind the counter and ruffled through some pages and finally jabbed her finger at a passage. Sticking it in his face, she said, See, it says right there, The three wise men came from afar. Well, I thought it was funny. Y'all know how hard it is to tell a joke and not hear anybody laugh? It's it's really hard and it's really awkward, so I really hope y'all are laughing out there. Otherwise, I'm going to sound really stupid. But anyway, uh, here's the last one. Thanks for the electric guitar you gave me for Christmas, little Cody said to his uncle the first time he saw him after the holidays. It's the best present I've ever got. That's great, said his uncle. Do you know how to play it? Oh, I don't play it, the little fellow said. My mom gives me a dollar a day not to play it during the day, and my dad gives me five dollars a week not to play it at night. 
Well, anyway, hopefully you all got that one. So, enough with the lame jokes. I've said this before, I haven't said it in a while, but I have this special gift when it comes to jokes, at least I've been told. And that is, you know, there's some person, or some people out there, they can take a joke that's not funny and make it funny. I have the ability to take a joke that is funny and make it not funny. I, I don't know how I do it. I think I was just born with it. Not everybody's got that. But anyway, I want to uh, share a message with you this morning that I hope will be a help to you and will challenge you a little bit. But of course, you know, with Christmas season coming up, y'all are going to hear the Christmas story quite a bit. Something you might even do, you might even go watch a few Christmas plays, uh, see the nativity scenes. Those are very popular. And there's one character that's in the Christmas story that I want to talk about today and I kind of want to focus on. And this fellow, we don't know what his name is. His name is not mentioned in the Bible. However, this fellow, he's in pretty much every Christmas play that you will ever see. He's somebody that I believe missed a great opportunity like we can't imagine. And this fellow, he's mentioned very briefly and really he's not even mentioned by name, he's not even mentioned as a he or anything. But look what it says in Luke chapter 2, verse 7. It says, And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And who is that fellow we're going to talk about today? It is the innkeeper. Notice innkeeper is not mentioned in the Bible. Notice it's not even mentioned that it's a he. Notice it doesn't say anything about his personality. It doesn't mention him being rude or unkind or insensitive or anything like that. All we know is that Mary had her baby in a manger because there was no room in the end. We don't know all the circumstances and every little detail but you can mark it down. If you go and you watch a nativity play, there is going to be an innkeeper. You're going to see Mary and Joseph go up to that inn and you're going to see them ask for a room. Joseph's going to say, you know, my wife is about to have a baby. We need a place to stay. And usually the innkeeper in kind of a rude way, sorry, there's no room. You can stay in the barn. And he's almost always portrayed as being mean. But the truth is, the Bible doesn't say any of that. We just assume it. But at the same time, I want us to think about this innkeeper and the opportunity that he missed. Now, let's think about it. If he had only known who this was that had come to his house, his inn could still be in business today. Just imagine being able to put on your brochure that the Messiah was born here. Did you know people still visit the place where Jesus was born. I've been there before. If you go over to Bethlehem today, there is a church built on the place where they believe that Jesus was born. And people every day, they come to visit that place. And you know what? We could be visiting an inn somewhere in Bethlehem. But we're not, we don't. We go and we visit a cave where there was a stable. And to this day, people still go there. Think about that opportunity he missed. He missed because... He, just, he didn't know. He didn't realize who that was. I mean, think about it. Had he allowed them to have place in the inn, the Messiah would have been born there. I mean, he'd have had the Pope coming and kissing the place where the Messiah was born. 
kissing a place and his end. Now you and I know that's not going to accomplish anything, but it sure works good for advertisement. They be, you'd see his pictures and ma- pictures of his inn in magazines and on television today. People would still be visiting it, but he missed the opportunity. You know why? Because he just didn't know. He didn't realize who it was that had come to his door that day. He did not realize that this was Joseph and this woman that is great with child is the Virgin Mary who is about to give birth to the very Son of God. He didn't know that. He looked at him like just a regular couple that was going to have a baby. And the truth is, I can, I would guess that having a woman stay in your inn that's about to give birth is probably bad for business. I mean, it can be, uh, you know, a rough process, you know, having a baby and it can make, you know, it's tough on the woman and sometimes it can get noisy. And I'm sure the other guests would have complained. But the truth is, if he would have known who that was that had come to his door that day, it wouldn't have mattered. I believe he would have given him his own place to stay. He'd have thrown somebody else out if he had to. He would have given them a place if he had known. And you know, we can learn a lesson from that because I wonder how many opportunities we miss just because we don't understand who people are. Now listen, I know that God is no respecter of person and we we shouldn't be either. But at the same time, you know, imagine if you had went to school with the next president of the United States. But you didn't know he was going to be the president of the United States someday. And you were mean to him. You know, you picked on that kid in school. And had you known someday he would be president of the United States, you'd have made sure you were friends with that guy. If you had known that he was going to be somebody who was going to be rich and famous or powerful, you would have be, you would have treated him differently. And you know, I believe that we ought to just treat everybody the way we would want to be treated. Matthew chapter 7 verse 12 says, Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. See, we can't possibly know the future. We can't possibly know who someone is or who someone is going to be. But that innkeeper, if he would have had that principle in his life of treat everyone the way you want to be treated, I think he would have given them a place to stay. I mean, if he would have put himself in their position, if this was me, if I'm away from my home, if my wife is about to give birth, what would I want someone to do for me? Well, I'd want him to give me a room. I'd want him to give me a place to stay. Listen, it's not comfortable for anyone to stay in a stable, but you know what? It'd be a lot easier for a family who's healthy and nothing's going on to stay in a stable than it is for a woman that's about to give birth. I think he, if he'd have been a little more sensitive and hadn't been thinking about himself, he wouldn't have missed that opportunity, but that, that wasn't a principle he followed in his life. You know, I think he could have done better than a stable, but... It was like he was more interested in clearing his conscience than he was in showing mercy at his own expense. Many times when people have needs, you know, we're quick to point them somewhere else. We're quick to send them away or just do a little something to make ourselves feel good. You know, we feel like if we uh, give them someone to call, we, we've helped them out. But maybe the Lord wants you to be the one to meet that need. But unfortunately, we're a little too self-centered sometimes. You know, most people just aren't that interested in doing something that can make a difference. 
We're very self-consumed, and especially this time of year for many people, they get very self-consumed, and that's why there's so much you know, depression this time of year. And boy, that innkeeper, man, he missed an opportunity. I wonder how many opportunities we've missed to be blessings to people. People maybe that ended up being of great importance. I wonder how many people that we've missed an opportunity to witness to them just because we just weren't paying attention. Maybe if we witnessed that person, they'd have gotten saved and they'd have been the next great preacher or the next great missionary. We don't know. We we can't possibly know. That's why we just should treat everybody the way we would want to be treated. That's that golden rule that we all know about that's based off of that verse in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12 that we read. Whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. So treat everyone the way you would want to be treated, and you won't miss those opportunities. You know, also, don't be partial with who you help. You know, except, like I said before, a woman having a baby in your inn, that can't be good for business. But you know what? He, if he'd have been more interested in being a help than being helped, he, would, he wouldn't have missed that opportunity. I mean, who needs a room more than a woman giving birth than anyone else? I mean... My wife, she's had six children, and it's not an easy thing. I wouldn't. I'm, I thank God we've got hospitals that we our wives can have babies in. I'm glad I don't even have to do it in a hotel room. That would be horrible. But imagine in a barn, and I've got to be the one to deliver it. I'd be in big trouble, and I can't imagine just sending a woman on her way like that. Go stay in the barn when she's about to give birth. And I, you know, for Joseph and Mary, it was better than nothing, but. Um, to them, you know, these are just two regular people. They're there in Bethlehem. They're there to pay their taxes. And uh, because they were there to pay their taxes, they probably didn't have a whole lot of money and definitely weren't going to have a whole lot of money after paying their taxes. And so, you know, the innkeeper saw nothing to gain by allowing them in there. And you, you never know who the people that you come in contact with might end up becoming. You can't possibly know that. So you know what? You don't be partial in your help. You know how many great people there are out there? You know how many great preachers there are that used to be drunks, that used to be drug addicts? You know how many great leaders that we have in our world today that used to be nothings? They used to be nobodies. You know how many rich people there are that used to be poor? But some people, they... You know, they overcome and they become great things and we miss opportunities because we are very partial with who we help. We like to help people that we think can offer us something in return. And as that innkeeper looked at Joseph and Mary that night, he saw nothing to gain from helping them. He saw nothing that he could get in return, but he had no idea that standing there at his inn, were the people that could have made a difference that his place would be a place that would still be visited, still be talked about 2,000 years later, but he missed it because he was partial in who he helped. So, oh, also, you know, they're there during, they were there to pay their taxes, right? So this is, you know, that's why we know that it wasn't December 25th that Jesus was born, it was April 15th, right? No, that's just another lame joke. Uh, but, 
you know, we do know that it was it was busy. There was no room. The inn was full. And you, know, you sometimes we get so busy we can't be a help. And the truth is, in order to be a help, sometimes you have to look for opportunities to be a blessing. You have to be paying attention to, for what other people need. You have to be watching what's going on in people's lives. But if you're focused on your own problems, you will be oblivious to others. Philippians 2.4 says, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. That's the attitude. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That was how he operated. But most people today were so busy. I mean, we can't see past the nose on the end of our face. We have no idea the needs that are out there, the opportunities that we have to be a help. We miss them because we're just not paying attention. We're just too busy. And maybe that's how he was. He was busy. He had things to do. He was probably making good money that night. He's got a full house. I mean, that's a blessing if you're an innkeeper. But he missed a great opportunity. And we need to make sure that we don't get too busy, that we don't notice what's going on in other people's lives. And I'm sure, I know I've been there before, and I'm sure you have too, but we've just got to stop and look and listen and make sure you do that. And then finally, what we just need to do is treat everybody, not just like we would want to be treated, because you know, you know, a lot of people today, they don't treat themselves real good. I don't know if you've noticed out there, but if you go out and about, you see a lot of people that you can tell just by looking at them, they don't have a lot of respect for themselves. I mean, they've got the marks of sin all over their body. I mean, it's, it, they abuse themselves. They do all kinds of crazy things to their body. They obviously uh, don't think much of themselves. They don't have a lot of respect for themselves. But at the same time, I think most people, if they knew they are in the presence of Jesus Christ, I think they would have a little bit of respect. At least I would hope so. And so why don't we treat everyone like Jesus? Remember Matthew chapter 25, verse 35. He says, For I was hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. And you all know the story. The righteous, they answered, and said, When did we do these things? And he said, when you did it to the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Right. So right there, we see Jesus Christ wants us treating other people the way we would treat him. If Jesus was in town, we would do whatever we could to try to please him, to try to help, to be a blessing. But if it's, you know, Mr. Nobody, we don't really care. And, you know, that's not the attitude we're supposed to have. And we also see in that same story, he looks at another group of people and he says, I was sick and in prison. You didn't visit me. You didn't help me. I was naked and you didn't clothe me. And they all said the same thing. When was that? And he said, when you didn't do it to the least of these, my brethren, you missed an opportunity. And I believe Jesus will reward you for doing good to others the same as he would if we did it to him. And listen, I believe as Christians that we are supposed to serve God. I, you know, the new trendy thing that's being taught is serve the community, love the community. But the truth is, I want to serve Christ, and He said to do that by doing it to other people. And my focus, the reason I love others, the reason I try to serve others is because that's my way of serving Christ.
If I get too focused on the community, I'm going to quit serving because community is not doing too good. There's a lot of problems out there. There's going to be a lot of people you're going to help and they're going to be ungrateful. They're going to, you're going to get nothing in return. But if you do it because you're serving the Lord, if our focus is on serving the Lord, then we will gladly serve those around us and it's not going to bother us, you know, whether we get anything in return or not. So we know we serve Jesus by serving others and we hurt him by hurting others. And so look at this opportunity this innkeeper missed. If you see a nativity play and you see that innkeeper, sorry, there's no room for you in the end. And you see the way he's portrayed. Understand, you know, that opportunity that was missed. And understand that we might be missing opportunities if we're not careful because many times we act just like he did. And you know, many people today, they've not accepted Christ as their Savior. You know why? Because they don't realize who He is. There are many people that know the name of Jesus. They know about Him. They might even know the Christmas story. But you know, on Judgment Day, they're going to stand before Him and they're going to say something like the innkeeper, I I just didn't realize who He was. When the Lord looks at them and He says, why didn't you accept my gift of salvation? They're going to say, I didn't realize. I didn't know who you were. I didn't understand. And there are many people out there today that are on their way to hell. Because you know what? They've been introduced to Christ. There's been people who have tried to give them the gospel. They've gone to churches where the gospel was preached. They maybe even had people come knock on their door and try to share the plan of salvation with them. But you know what they did? They rejected it. They ran them off. You know why? Because they didn't understand who it was that was trying to be introduced. They didn't under, they don't understand who Jesus Christ is. There are people out there today, every, all over the place. You can hear them out in the stores and out in public and on the streets. You can hear them cursing and blaspheming the name of God. But I want you to understand those people who do blaspheme the name of God, those who do uh, blaspheme the name of Jesus Christ, they don't realize who He is. They don't under, they don't understand. I've had the people that have run me off from their house and they've, you know, they've cursed and sworn and just said terrible things. They didn't realize who I was trying to introduce them to. They were like that innkeeper. They weren't paying attention. They were focused on themselves. They didn't have time. There are many people out there today that are going to be driving by churches this morning, not even thinking about going into those places. They're going to drive by our churches and they're not even going to, they don't realize what's being taught inside those places. They don't realize who Jesus Christ is. And I know part of it is our fault uh, as believers as a whole. We're doing a really bad job representing Christ. There's a lot of people out there who call themselves Christians who act nothing like Christ. But understand, if these people knew, they would accept the gift of salvation. Eventually, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The Bible says that they're all going to do it one of these days, but for many it's going to be too late. It's going to be when they're standing before Him at the great white throne of judgment. It's going to be too late because they missed an opportunity because they just didn't realize who Jesus was. They're just like that innkeeper. They have no room for Him in their life. They don't have room for Christ in their busy schedule. They can't, they have no, there's no room for Him. You know why? Self-centered 
just not paying attention. Don't let that be you. Don't miss this opportunity. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, call on Him today before it is eternally too late. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was a help to you. And think about Jesus Christ. Don't miss on this opportunity. Don't be like that innkeeper. Make room in your heart for Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the message this morning by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church in Rock Falls. We hope you were blessed and invite you to tune in next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. as Pastor Tommy brings you more truths from God's Holy Word. For more information about Liberty Baptist Church, visit their website at experience-liberty.com or you can email them at libertybc2011 at att.net.